This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. In Exodus chapter 7, we find the first of the plagues concerning God bringing his people out of Egypt. And we find first in Exodus chapter 7 where God tells us he's going to harden Pharaoh's heart in verses 1 through 7 of chapter 7. And then in verses 14 and following, we, he gets into the first plague, which is going to be our focus today. So we'll begin in Exodus chapter 7, looking at verse 14 and following. First, we'll look at verses uh, 14 through 18. Here the Bible says, The Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hard. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning when he goes out to the water, and you shall stand by the river's bank to meet him. And the rod which was turned to a serpent shall, you shall take in your hand. And you shall say to him, The Lord God of, of the Hebrews has sent me to you, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. But indeed, until now you would not hear. Thus says the Lord, By this you shall know that I am the Lord. Behold, I will strike the waters which are in the river with the rod that is in my hand, and they shall be turned to blood. And the fish that are in the river shall die. The river shall stink, and the Egyptians will loathe to drink the water of the river. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. Clear this up there. So verses 14 through 18, Pharaoh, uh, Moses goes to Pharaoh and tells him what's going to happen. Pharaoh is unwilling to release the people. And Moses tells what will happen as a direct, direct result. We also are told previously in verses uh, 7, or chapter 7, 1 through 7, that God is hardening Pharaoh's heart so that he can show his, his power over these false gods and also deliver his people out with a mighty hand. And as we look at verses 19 through 25 of Exodus chapter 7, the Bible says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, Say to Aaron, Take your rod and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over their streams, over their rivers, over their ponds, and over all their pools of water, that they may become, that they may become blood. And there should be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in buckets of wood and pitchers of stone. And Moses and Aaron did so, just as the Lord commanded. So he lifted up the rod and struck the waters that were in the river, in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants. And all the waters that were in the river were turned to blood. The fish that were in the river died, the river stank, and the Egyptians could not drink the water of the river. So the Lord was so, that, so there was blood through all the land of Egypt. Then the magicians of Egypt did so with their, with their enchantments, and Pharaoh's heart grew hard, and he did not heed them, as the Lord had said. And Pharaoh turned and went to his house, neither was his heart moved by this. So all the Egyptians dug all around the river for water to drink, because they could not drink the water of the river. And seven days passed after the Lord had struck the river. And so we find here by striking the, the Nile River that God is actually attacking one of the false gods of Egypt. Now the Nile River was one of their many gods, and God would attack each one with each plague, as we'll see as we go through this. The Nile River was also called Happy, H-A-P-I. Uh, this god was pictured as holding a table on which are vases of uh, are vases and flowers and fruit. This was to show that Happy or Happy was the source of all good gifts. The Egyptians even had a hymn of the Nile, which has this phrase. Thou art the Lord of the poor and the, and the needy. If thou wert overthrown in the heavens, the gods would fall upon their faces and men would perish. The miracle did indeed demonstrate the fall of this false god. Thus, this Egyptian god was no match for the one true god. If this was supposed to be the god of the Nile, then how could this be allowed to happen? How could the, the river, uh, all the water in the Nile and all the water in all these different places, the, you know, the pools of water, the pitchers of stone even, 
turn to blood. Well, because this false god was just that, a false god. Concerning the magicians of Egypt, it is possible that the water the magicians turned to blood was either from the wells that were dug and they changed it to look like blood by dropping something in it with a slot of hand, as we saw back in verse 23. But one, one is left to ask the question, why would you even do this? Why would you turn more water to, why would you take water and make it appear as if you turn it to blood? That's not helping anyone. And we think about, as we look at Exodus 7, 19 through 25, as we're going to see as we continue to go throughout these plagues one by one, as God shows his power and shows his ability and shows man's inability, one fact continues to be seen throughout all this. That is, that there is only one God. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.